0: Welcome to Film to Screen. We're Katie and Astrid, and we talk about all things movies, TV shows, and anything we're currently obsessed with. And this week, we're talking about Sleeping Beauty. Okay, so we're talking about Sleeping Beauty today. And if you didn't know, I mentioned it in the introductory episode. It's my favorite movie and my favorite Disney movie. Like, I love it so much. So I thought it would be great to... like, do our first episode on Sleeping Beauty since it's my favorite Disney movie. And although it may not be everyone's favorite or even liked Disney film, I know it's not a very popular Disney movie. It's still my favorite Disney movie. I really love the aesthetic of the film, and although Princess Aurora has very little dialogue in the film, she is still my favorite Disney princess, mainly because of her kindness and her love of her animal friends, because I love friends or (laughs) i love friends no i love animals so much i do love my friends but i love animals um and if the movie came out today i truly believe that it could have held up against other films of recent such as tangled and moana and although the movie doesn't involve the quirky humor that most of the later disney films have included like, think of Olaf, how he acts in Frozen. You know, he, you you don't expect that from Sleeping Beauty or any of the older films in the Disney animation lineup. You, like, stick Olaf in Sleeping Beauty or Cinderella. It just wasn't, it wouldn't work out. It wouldn't make sense. Right? So, the animators working on Sleeping Beauty, they wanted the film to look very different from any of the previous Disney films so they gave it a very stylized and modern look and they animated they animated it so that it was like a moving painting from start to finish so anytime you pause the movie it looks like a painting that someone created and if you think of Sleeping Beauty you probably if you think of Sleeping Beauty and its images you probably think of the square trees right you know you see a square tree and you're like, that's from Sleeping Beauty. And it's such an iconic image that they used it when creating Disneyland Paris because it's Sleeping Beauty Castle. And if you look at the castle, there's square trees like along it because it's such an iconic image. And that's what you get from this film. And when the movie premiered, it was the company's most expensive movie to date. Again, to date, not, not now. And it cost more than a million dollars at the time but in today's terms that's about 68 million dollars so quite a large bit of money
1: and that would be in the lower end of animated movies now because you make how much some of them are to make
0: oh really do you know what's the most expensive animated film to date tangle do you know i think
1: a couple years Which ago one? it was tangle A couple years ago, it was Tangled, but I'm not sure if it's still Tangled now.
0: Okay, so you think it's Tangled? It probably is Tangled. Just watch it be like Frozen 2 or something. (laughs) Okay, so the movie starts off like any other of the classic Disney films with an opening of a storybook. And I truly love this format of an opening. It really gets me in my feels, and it makes me feel as though I am truly stepping into the story. And a lot of the older Disney films start with a storybook. So cinderella starts with one snow white starts with one sleeping beauty starts with one they all start with a storybook they don't do that nowadays but i wish they still did the movie starts off with the credits in the beginning which is not very common nowadays usually movies have the credits at the end of the movie but a
1: a recent non-animated movie does have some credits in the
0: beginning recently which movie
1: top gun maverick
0: Oh, well, yeah. There's some I credits. Seen. I haven't seen that movie yet, so I wouldn't know. Like,
1: some of them do have credits in the beginning, but it's
0: also far um, in between. It's
1: not a lot.
0: Okay, okay. So a lot of the older films have their credits in the beginning rather than at the end of the movie. It can be frustrating when you want to just get right into the film. You just want to start the movie right away. But you have to get through these credits, so it can be annoying. But I and probably a lot of other people, I don't know about you, Astrid, but I appreciate seeing the names behind the movie, and it allows it it allows us to give them credit for the masterpiece. I'll say that that they created, and even with movies that have their credits at the end, like for example, if I'm in a movie theater and it's not a Marvel movie because we really <laughs> have to sit through the whole credits for a post credit scene, but if it's just a regular movie. Not a Marvel movie, and I'm watching it in the theater. I do like to watch through the credits, which I know the movie theater employees do not enjoy, because it makes it makes their job more difficult because they have less time to clean up the theater.
1: Yeah, because there is actually a specific time when they have to clean the movie, clean, get in the theater to clean it, and when they have to finish it before the next showing starts in that theater. Yeah, so
0: I do feel bad about that, but I do like to sit through the credits. I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm giving credit where credit is due. Kind of. So, okay, now let's actually get into the movie because we're just talking about the credits right now. (laughs) So we start start off at Princess Aurora's christening. And this is where the three good fairies, Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether, give her their gifts. But as Meriwether is giving Aurora her gift, this is when my queen... Okay, my Queen Maleficent shows up, okay? (laughs) Love her to death. She is one of the best Disney villains out there to date. And you cannot tell me otherwise. Maybe Frollo. You can probably have an argument that Frollo is the best Disney villain. He's quite evil. (laughs) But Maleficent is also pretty evil. I mean... Her title. Think of her title. Mistress of all evil. That depicts how evil she is. She has that title. And I would also like to say that not every villain needs a redemption arc. Disney, listen here. They do not need a redemption arc. They can just be truly evil. This is why I don't like the Maleficent live action films. Because they kind of give her a redemption arc. And I do not appreciate it. Okay, just make her evil.
1: What I think is somewhat what I personally like about the first Maleficent movie is that it gets before the redemption arc thing. Yeah, that is not the best decision. But you can somewhat understand
0: why Maleficent hates the king. Yeah, but the thing I'm talking about is that They give her this redemption arc and that she's Aurora's true love kiss instead of Prince Philip. It's like, oh, we're dismantling that trope. But it's just stupid in my opinion. Like, I don't want to talk about the movie. Maybe someday (laughs) we will and talk about how much I hate it. It's fine. It's fine. I was excited for that movie when it came out. Saw it. Yeah, because I think at that point it was only the second
1: live action one and it wasn't even about aurora it was about the villain of it of
0: sleep which like i'm perfectly okay with because i love maleficent but they ruined her character (laughs) so i don't like it okay so walt disney wanted maleficent to have a menacing voice which makes sense she's the villain of the film you want her to be menacing and despicable So he personally asked the actress Eleanor Audley, who had previously voiced Lady Tremaine and Cinderella, to voice Maleficent. And I think that was a great choice. Also, another fun fact, Eleanor Audley also voices Madame Leota in Haunted Mansion in the Disney parks. So that's also the voice of Maleficent in the Haunted Mansion. So Maleficent, she's having her hissy fit because she wasn't invited to the christening. While everyone else in the kingdom was. Everyone but her. But honestly, do you blame the king and queen? She's evil. You're not going to invite her to your baby's christening. You don't. I wouldn't trust her around anyone, let alone a baby. So instead of punishing the king and queen, which she still kind of is. She instead chooses to put that punishment upon baby Aurora. Again, truly evil. She puts a spell on her that at sunset on her 16th birthday, she will prick her finger on a spinning wheel and die. Dun, dun, dun. But Meriwether comes in to save the day. A little bit. Because before Maleficent stormed in and crashed the christening, the three fairies were supposed to each give Aurora her gift. But when Meriwether was trying to give her gift to aurora that's when maleficent decided to come in curse okay so meriwether can't take the curse off of aurora it's just too strong so instead she kind of alters maleficent's spell since she can't break it so she alters it so it doesn't have aurora die in her 16th birthday you know that's just not allowed here but instead it and instead will have her fall into a deep sleep and she will only wake with the true love's kiss. You know, in the typical fairy tale stuff, that's in this movie. So, what as what every other reasonable father will do? King Stefan orders for all spinning wheels in the kingdom to be burned. Get get rid of them. They're not allowed here. Because you're like, oh yeah, if we burn them all, she won't prick her finger on a spinning wheel. <laughs> you thought. You thought wrong. And not only that, he also has the fairies take Aurora to a cottage hidden in the forest to live with them until her 16th birthday. Again, sounds pretty reasonable, so may not. Nothing could go wrong, right? You know? Everything's gonna go great. It's until after her 16th birthday she's supposed
1: to be at the cottage. At the cottage. It's until her 16th birthday. Yeah, until after that moment is supposed to
0: happen. Right? Where am
1: I? Well, they take her
0: back, like, during sunset on her 16th birthday. They should have waited until the next day. I know. What were they thinking? But honestly, I feel like Maleficent would have found a way anyway. Yeah. Because I'll talk about it later on how she finds out where Maleficent is. You know what? Oh, yeah, we're Aurora. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Maleficent kind of already knows where Maleficent is. I feel yeah. like she would already know where herself is. So the movie fast forwards about 16 years to Aurora's 16th birthday. Or should I say Briar Rose, which is what the fairies have named her so that she doesn't know that she's actually the princess of the kingdom. Because we're not going to let that happen. She doesn't need to know. Since it's her birthday, the fairies want to throw a little party for her where they will tell her the truth about her being the princess and all. So they send Briar Rose off to go pick some berries while they throw a little surprise party for her. Another fun fact, Princess Aurora shows up for only 18 minutes in the film, which is kind of surprising since she is the protagonist of her movie and Sleeping Beauty is about her. I mean, that's her name in the movie, Sleeping Beauty. So it's kind of surprising that she's only in the movie for 18 minutes. So maybe the film should have been called Maleficent because she's she's the real queen here. Okay? She's probably in the movie more than Aurora is. Probably. I should probably look that up. She probably is because Aurora, sorry babe but this isn't your movie. <laughs> you thought. Wrong. This, okay, so when she leaves to go pick up some berries. This is where one of my favorite sequences in any Disney movie happens—the Once Upon a Dream sequence. So Briar Rose is talking and walking with all of her forest friends. You know the usual Disney princess trope that is in most Disney movies. Even Maui and Moana points it out. He was like, "Oh, Moana, you have hey hey. You're a Disney princess."
1: No, it's the right? fact. It's the fact that she's the daughter of the chief is.
0: But also. She has hey hey, mm-hmm. and he says that.
1: Is it before? No, I think it's, He points out first about Moana being the daughter, and then that's and then what adds on to it with hey,
0: hey. Yeah, yeah, but also boat snack, you know, because he's gonna eat hey hey, which I wouldn't be. I would be okay with it. Hey hey doesn't do anything. He just screams. Get out of here. Yes, he just screams, Get out of here. Okay, so Aurora starts talking to her friends, her animal friends, about a stranger she met in her dreams, hence, Once Upon a Dream. And this is where the song begins. But at the same time that Briar Rose is singing the song, Prince Philip just so happens to be strolling through the forest with his horse. What a coincidence! what a coincidence he comes upon her magical voice and follows it to find who is the owner of this beautiful and enchanting voice now one might think this next part is creepy and trust me if this happened to me in real life i would run for the hills if any man just a stranger started dancing with me one i don't dance So that's already a red flag. But to a stranger, get away from me. Mm.
1: Also, granted, you have to take into account that this movie did come out in the 50s.
0: So Yes, I, yeah. Um, So we gotta... Okay. So, again, if a man just randomly started dancing with me, I would run away. Run in the opposite direction. And Prince Philip, he frightens Briar Rose. Because he has begun to dance with her out of nowhere. Creepy. Really creepy. And she has never met. And she has never in her life met a man. Plus, she was told by the fairies to not talk to any strangers. So, this is just not allowed. But, those two start falling in love within a span of only a couple minutes. You know. That's normal, right? Yeah,
1: that's totally not normal. Well,
0: obviously. As they're falling in love, the fairies are getting ready for Briar Rose's party, her 16th birthday. Flora and Meriwether are fighting over the dress color. Flora wants it to be pink, while Meriwether wants it to be blue. And as you can probably guess, this is where my username and internet personality has come from. Make it pink or blue. The argument between the two fairies. And this argument actually comes from the filmmakers themselves because they themselves couldn't figure out what Aurora's dress color should be. They didn't know if it should be pink or blue. So they just added that argument into the movie. And I think that's pretty cute.
1: That was always one of the funny funniest parts of the movie. Yeah. Is that discussion and the it's sad that the this isn't happening after like its short run, but they Disney somehow may, was able to make a dress that both looked pink and blue.
0: Yeah. And they're
1: not using it.
0: Which sucks. Oh, in the parade? Yeah, yeah, the Magic Happens they're like parade. Not running.
1: They just did that parade for like eh, 10 times and yeah, you're not happening anymore.
0: I love that parade and I really wish they would bring it back maybe to Disney World.
1: Yeah. That would be like a dream. D- well, Disney already has a daytime parade so
0: Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Honestly, I would choose Magic Happens over Festival of Fantasy. But keep
1: the Maleficent Dragon. Oh,
0: obviously. Maybe they could... I think they could add that into Magic Happens, because they literally have a Sleeping Beauty unit in the parade.
1: Yeah. Okay, They could put that right after. Yeah,
0: obviously. Okay, so... They have this little argument, and while they're having this argument, you know, just Fauna's having the time of her life baking a cake. She's just like, oh, put the eggs in there, fold them with the shells on and everything. Mmm, crunchy cake. That would be amazing. So as Flora and Meriwether are fighting, this is how Maleficent finds out where Princess Aurora is. Okay, so Maleficent's raven, Diablo, Although his name is not mentioned in the movie at all. His name is Diablo. Look it up for yourself. It's Diablo. He notices the bright colors coming from the chimney of the cottage. And he's like, that's magic. That's where the fairies are. Which means that's where Princess Aurora is. Because for 16 years, Maleficent didn't know where Aurora is. She didn't know where she was. And as this important day is coming upon us or upon them, she's like, where's this princess? So Diablo flies back to Maleficent's castle to inform her of his discovery. So even if the fairies didn't bring Aurora back to the castle that day, I still think Maleficent could have come to the cottage and still created a spinning wheel for her to prick her finger on.
1: Yeah, doesn't Maleficent does create the spinning this the spinning wheel yeah she
0: does, yeah, she does. so yeah like
1: what if she knew where the cottage was now why wouldn't she just create one and then have it be moved
0: near it well because like they left only like maybe an hour later because yeah that's so weird because it's like right after diablo finds out that that's where the fairies are that Briar Rose comes back to the cottage. And it's like, "Oh, I met someone. I met someone. I met someone. His name's <laughs> I met a man once in my dreams." And they're like, "Oh, that's okay." And then it's like, "Well, actually, I met him the forest." They're like, "Oh, shoot." So, the fairies have to bring the bad news, which it shouldn't be bad news, but they have to bring this bad news that she is indeed prince a princess named Aurora. And that is sh- And that she is already betrothed to a prince. (laughs) Although she is heartbroken by this news, as she has already fallen in love with Philip, again, within five minutes. He is actually the prince she is betrothed to. But she doesn't know this, so she's sad. Because the man of her dreams of five minutes, she's not going to marry. Or that's what she thinks.
1: No, but wouldn't the fairies knew that she was going to get married to a prince, but did they... Also, not know that
0: it was gonna be Philip, or
1: but they just knew that
0: that no, Aurora they knew it was, was Philip. Get married because uh, at the christening, Philip's like eight or something. At the oh christening. my god, yeah, it's like an eight-year age gap or something, and he's like disgusted by baby Aurora. But they knew they were gonna be betrothed when she was born, so they they knew it was Prince Philip. But they didn't realize that Prince Philip is the man that Aurora met in. The forest. So they think it's a totally different guy when actually it's the same one. So everyone's just confused. That is that is so funny. It is. But also heartbreaking. But you know, honestly, it's been five minutes. She'll get over him in a second. <laughs> so although she is heartbroken and devastated by the news, the fairies still lead Princess Aurora back to the castle where she will finally meet her parents.
1: When they were making Disneyland, the- because I pointed this out, but they picked like it's called Sleeping Beauty Castle because they thought Sleeping Beauty was gonna be a bigger hit in theaters. Yeah. Um, but which when like I was thinking about that, which in theory it was kind of smart because kind of talking about another uh, princess, like it's kind of smart that they kind of had a, did not do Cinderella Castle for it mm-hmm. for Disneyland. Cause Walt well, may- could have su- was like thinking about doing Disney World and p- was doing kept Cinderella Castle for that project. Because mm-hmm. now, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense that the main castle for Disney World is Cinderella Castle. Yeah. So, because it's more recognized type castle. Cause- also, it's a lot bigger. Yeah. And they have way more space there.
0: Yeah, it's a whole city. Once they arrive back at the castle, they leave her alone in a room. Which is not the brightest idea. Okay? Because this gives Maleficent the perfect opportunity to lure Aurora into a dark tower far away from the fairies. The fairies, they're not the brightest. Obviously. I don't know how they raised Aurora for 16 years. And did not get caught by Maleficent. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they took away their powers and pretended as though they were human and that they're not fairies. So I can see that. And then once they started using their powers again, that's when Diablo and Malafsen found out that they were there. But still, I'm surprised they didn't mess up so much because now, obviously, they are. And it causes Aurora to prick her finger on a spinning wheel. And the fairies eventually realize what is happening. They're like, oh, shoot. We left her alone. Well, no duh. And they try running after Aurora, but they are too late. As when they finally reach Aurora and Maleficent, she has already pricked her finger on, a, on the spindle of a spinning wheel and is now in a deep slumber.
1: Yeah, that's so unbelievable that they manage to
0: do that long. I know. Like 16 years. With no mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most unreal, unrealistic thing about the movie. <laughs> that. <laughs> the fairies place Aurora in a bed in the highest tower of the castle, where she will sleep until her true love kisses her. They also put a spell on the rest of the kingdom, so that they will sleep until Aurora's spell is broken. So that by the time that Aurora wakes up, no one else realizes what has happened and none of them have aged at all. That's a- that's so weird. But I can see why, because, like, they're waiting for her true love to come. As they are putting this spell on the kingdom, Flora overhears the king conversing while falling asleep, where he mentions that Philip is the man with whom Aurora has fallen in love. Dun, dun, dun. Or actually, this is good, (laughs) because Flora now understands that the man that Aurora fell in love with is actually Prince Philip. So it works out. So now the fairies are like, shoot, we need to go find Philip. Where is he? So they rush to find Philip, but he has unfortunately been abducted by Maleficent in her castle. Smart, isn't she? she? She already knows what's happening. She knows what's up. So in the castle, Maleficent reveals to Philip that she is going to lock him away for a century until he is about to die, which honestly, I don't think he would live to a century long. Like, how is she going to keep him alive for a hundred years? Yeah, considering the age that Philip would be at that time, yeah, he's not. Also, this is like the medieval ages where people died at 30. So, yeah, I don't know how she would do that. I mean, she's magical, so maybe. And that is when she will finally release him to finally meet his love, who has not aged a single day. So he's gonna be old and she's gonna be young. Again, truly evil, and I love her for that. The fairies rescue Philip arming him with the magical sword of truth and the shield of virtue and i didn't realize that these had names until i was making this script i just thought of it as a, swor- a sword and a shield i didn't realize it
1: don't they say it yeah in but the i guess i just though?
0: never pay attention to that i'm just like ooh he's about to kill maleficent that is just truly amazing i'm not the brightest here <laughs> you really aren't oh wow thank you thank you very much (laughs) maleficent enraged surrounds the castle not her castle but the one aurora is sleeping in with thorns but philip makes his way through the thorns somehow i don't know how because they're gigantic Eh, but since he has a sword and shield given to him by the fairies he's now on his way to aurora But this is when a Maleficent decides to transform into a gigantic dragon.
1: The very famous purple dragon.
0: Yes, the most famous purple dragon. Probably the... I can't say the only purple dragon because there's another one. There is? I thought this was easy. Do you know?
1: No, I can't... I may know, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. You want a
0: hint? What? One little spark...
1: Oh, I'm so dumb! I am so dumb. Yeah, a- it's
0: Figment. He's purple. I'm so He's a purple drop. dragon. You're welcome. I was like, how don't you know? It's pretty easy.
1: No, that like you say it. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I'm kind stupid for not realizing that.
0: You're not stupid. I'm the stupid one here. Yeah. Fair. Uh- <laughs> You're not supposed to agree with that. Okay, so ultimately... Okay, so they battle it out, and ultimately, Philip kills Maleficent by throwing his sword at her chest. He just whips it at her. And fun little fact, Maleficent's scream during her death is the same as the evil queen's scream when she falls off the cliff in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Did you know that?
1: No, but it makes sense because they did reuse a lot of stuff. Like animation, sound, whatever, during that time
0: period. Also, like they reuse stuff from Sleeping Beauty in other Disney films. I know Hint. that. Do you know one?
1: I know that they, in Robin Hood, they reuse some of the an- animation motion in it was reused from a different movie.
0: Yeah. Yes, that's true. And then also another one, which is probably the more famous one, is the final dance scene between Prince Philip and Aurora. It was reused in Beauty and the Beast for their dance scene. That's it's crazy. It's the same exact thing. That's
1: crazy because that's like, oh, that's just over 20 years apart.
0: Mm hmm. And they reused it. <sighs> yeah. It's crazy. But I mean, when you're in a time constraint, you kind of got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And if budget for the,
1: for that, for Robin Hood, I know it was probably budget.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, although tired and beat up by his battle with Maleficent, Philip makes his way towards the tallest tower in the castle, where he finds Aurora and kisses her. She wakes up beautifully, might I add. That's not how I wake up. And the rest of the kingdom also awakens from the fairy spell, since Aurora has woken from her deep slumber.
1: Yeah, Aurora waking up, like, just, oh, like, as if didn't move but Aurora didn't move so it kind of makes sense I mean there, but I like, guess so
0: see I would wake up like Anna in Frozen yeah, yeah I was like, about to Nishide.
1: mention that I was about to mention that that was so good that they did that I know I'm like that's that's me the window so everyone with long hair wakes up
0: I mean yeah I mean I have mine in a ponytail every night so it's not I know bad, I've but... seen your hair
1: after you waking it up it's like not even a ponytail anymore no comment here. It's just, the
0: ponytail is just lucid, but it looks very, like, no comment. <laughs> the film ends with the royal couple descending down the ballroom steps, where Aurora is reunited with her parents. Aurora and Philip take to the ballroom floor, where they elegantly dance to Once Upon a Dream, while Flora and Meriwether continue to argue over the dress color. They're still upset. They, they gotta win. <laughs> okay? Okay. So they continue to change Aurora's dress color as she dances with her happily ever after. And that's how the movie ends for their dress.
1: How long is the movie? Because it's pretty short. No, all those movies
0: back then were really
1: short. Like they're barely over an hour. Let me think.
0: Uh, it is an hour and 15 minutes, it says, according to Google. So pretty short. But even though <laughs> it's short, Aurora still only has 18 minutes in the film. That's insane. Which is not a lot. Long-
1: no, yeah. Considering fact, yeah, like
0: so, the movie did really poorly at the box office. You probably know that. Uh, so this was the last fairy tale movie for the company until The Little Mermaid in
1: 1989. And they did, for Little Mermaid, they were even hesitant of doing that. And I, I
0: know, like, I, because they're like, clearly fairy tales didn't work in the past. Is it going to work now? But like, they've been doing really bad all through the 80s they're like we really need something to help this company
1: yeah because that was like a i'm not sure the name of that era because the era after little memory was called the renaissance for a reason yes i think it was like before video was kind of called the golden age i think and then like that section like the that section i don't remember what it's called there's there is good movies in it it's just like they want. Popular. the black cauldron yeah they weren't popular <laughs> they didn't make a lot of money but it's surprising when you when to bring up one of those movies it's the rescuers the rescuers i think it's the first disney movie to get a theatrical sequel release and that was, the sequel came out a year after the L- lower mermaid which is wow. weird
0: yeah yeah it's- so it, so the sequel came out during the renaissance age and not many people will remember that it's in that era. No, like yeah, because they, they just, just focus on the on like the big titles. Yeah, they just focus on Little Mermaid, Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, which, you know, deservedly so, but you can't forget the rescuers.
1: Rescuers down under. Oh yeah, the, the rescuers Rescue down, came down the under
0: 70s. I'm sorry.
1: No I forgot.
0: Okay. So I have a couple questions to ask you. What? Trivia questions. <laughs> Let's see if you get the, any of these right. I thought you can get none of them right. Well, we're going to try it out. We'll see what you do. We'll see how you do, okay? <clears throat> I have four questions here for you. Let's see how much you know Sleeping Beauty. Number one. You ready? What? What is the queen's name? We already know the king's name is Stefan. But what's the queen's name? <laughs> oh. I don't think it's actually said in the film.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's not. Yeah, you have to look it up. Like you have to want to know what it, what the, it is. I. So, do you want to give a guess? I don't know. You giving up? Yeah, I just can't think of anything.
0: It's Leah, Queen Leah. What L E A H? Look it up for yourself. Anyway, okay. Second question. Hold on. Let me go back to the questions. What is flora? <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. You gotta listen to this question. Okay. What does Flora say she could turn Aurora into to protect her from Maleficent's curse? This is before they head to the cottage in the beginning.
1: I haven't seen Sleeping like, Beauty in, like, years. So I don't
0: know what it would be. Uncultured here.
1: Oh, shut up. Do you want to take a guess? Flowers? I don't know. What did you say?
0: Flowers. You're right. What? Did you look it up? No,
1: I did not. I'm just thinking, like, Mm, reasonably. I don't know about
0: that. But yes, flower. She. I'm surprised. you sure you didn't look it up? No, I did
1: not. It's just, like, the thing I. Mm,
0: Okay. 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 Yes, a flower. Okay. Third question. You ready? No answer. Okay. What is the name of Prince Philip's horse? Not Philip, obviously. Imagine if he named his. Horse Philip. I mean, it's close to Philippe from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, what's his horse's name? And don't look it up.
1: I'm not. You would hear me typing. Um, it's not maximum because that's Tangled. Did you say maximum? Yeah, that's Tangled. So. It's Maximus. Are you kidding? No, it's Maximus. <laughs> oh my no, god, Max I, short. I was because oh I thought of Max. I thought I thought of Max. I thought of the horse from Tangled, so that's why I said that. Ma'am,
0: you gotta watch Tangled again. Clearly, the
1: Tangled area at Disney at Magic Kingdom is one of the best areas. One hundred percent. The little fun scavenger hunt that's actually there—that most people, oh yeah, with
0: all the Pascal's, <laughs> love it. Okay, do you have an answer?
1: No. Are you giving
0: up? Yes. <sighs> Samson. Tell so us close. How?
1: No, I, I thought of, like, Ma- <sighs> Never mind.
0: You didn't even give an answer. How would you be close? Fourth and final question. You ready? Y- yes. This one you might be able to guess. What color is Aurora's dress at the end of the final scene? Remember, the fairies are fighting over the dress color, and they do it until the end of the movie. What color does it end with?
1: Still wearing the pink. Or is it a mismatch of both? It's. I'll say it's
0: not a mismatch.
1: Okay, it's one of. I'm do- not.
0: I'm not doing a. Oh, I'm not doing a trick question. Okay. It's either or, not both.
1: I would say it's p- just the pink because that's the one they use for all the promotions for Aurora. Is the pink? Ding
0: ding 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 ding! ding. You got it right. Congrats! You got two mm. out of four. You you did a 50%, which is still a fail, but it's fine. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Okay, so I want to end on this um, before we give our rating of the film. So the film really shines in the art, and that alone makes the movie worth watching. Even if Prince Philip can be creepy from time to time, as we talked about, I like to look past it and pay more attention to the true queens of the movie, which are Maleficent and the fairies. So... Rating this film, obviously, it's my favorite Disney movie, my favorite movie of all time. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 because otherwise, what what else would I give it? What what do you think you would rate the film? Maybe an
1: 7.5 or an 8 at least.
0: That's higher than I thought you would do. Okay. 7.5. What did you expect me to rate it as? I don't know. I thought you were going to do like a 4.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I would not do that. There's not really any Disney movies I would put that low unless if i absolutely hate the movie really
0: yeah (coughs) i'm surprised because i have one
1: what you're not gonna say it do you know chicken little
0: yep get out of here with that yeah that's
1: someone compared like his dad is horrible okay (laughs) okay someone go on a
0: rant about it
1: someone like compared like fam like the fr- like family like oh generational trauma doesn't like end and stuff and they put chicken little with a uh, freaking so true from so um, true his dad is horrible
0: he no, lives vicariously through his son and song. i'm like well chicken little is why are we such- talking about chicken little on this episode we're talking about- i don't know <laughs> what are we doing what are know. we doing I
1: go, on, I go on tangents a lot
0: oh my gosh okay so <laughs> so that's the end of our first episode exciting so thank you for listening you can find us on all social media platforms as film to screen make sure to rate and review the podcast it greatly helps and we would truly appreciate it and until next time see you at the movies